actually got emotional this few minutes that just passed by did you really get emotional over the song right now if you did then i'm so sorry but yeah i think i love it like that all right yes guys good morning and welcome to yet another amazing episode of love inspired breakfast show with Primera. it's relationship me to ruin care but this morning relationship is actually going to meet Primera. I'm not wrong, okay. All right, yes, guys, it's a beautiful Wednesday morning. Yeah, roll the drum. I want to believe that your night is splendid and as beautiful as mine. I hope you're not still carried away by the song playing background. Please don't be. Focus, focus, focus. Yes, love don't lie. Love don't lie. Um, On the show this morning, we're going to be talking about something that has to do with the relationship circle, right? So what makes your relationship strong? What makes it happen? What makes it blossom? Are you wishing? Are you the type that is doing God win? If you have been doing God win, okay, you are welcome. Please take a seat, fasten your seatbelt, because this morning we're going to be very, very deliberate about things. We're taking actions, right? We're taking actions. <laughs> Stay with me. There's hope for you, my dear. Yes. Okay. So as much as love doesn't lie, it's time for me to marry you. <laughs> okay. So this morning we're going to be talking about putting God first in your relationship. No, putting God at the center. Yeah. It's better like that. Putting God at the center of your relationship. What does it mean to have God at the center of your relationship? It means that God is like the major force is, um, you know, some person say, okay, for my place, you hear people say, stuff like that. So it's actually the same thing. The same thing happens in between the, the old circle. It's, it's you saying, okay, see, God is here. God is God is um, the author and finisher of our faith. It's the same thing. So it's like having a child between yourself and the person you're going out with. But the difference is that you two are now the children in the, in the picture now. And God is the one holding you guys together. So having God at the center of your relationship is indirectly saying that whatever happens or for everything that happens, you return it back. Like you go back to the father to actually find out 
how what do i do how do i do this and then whenever you have issues it's really easier right it's easier when god is the center of a relationship and you're having issues funny enough right no matter how angry you are it would not last as long as it doesn't last as long as that very day tested and trusted so i'm talking from experience guys <laughs> all right so yes now i know you've been wondering you want us to have god as center of our relationship but i do i do what am i not doing right so why is it not working it depends on how you or it depends on the definition of your god at the center excuse me so if um if you you are saying it with the words of your mouth only and it's you're not acting it then you might not be seeing the results now you might say um primary is being spiritual and all that now this has nothing to do with spirituality it's just the truth or it's just the fact your relationship will go nowhere without god so the sustainers of the relationship that you are or the the ability of the relationship working is the far it depends okay depends solely on the foundation of which it stands on is it on the solid rock or is i did you place it on the on a um on looming soil or probably it's been raised on just like this the story of the the sower right so which seed are you or which seed would you classify your relationship to be the one that fall on good soil or the one that fall on the rocky spot or the ones that fall on um the poor soil it depends on you it totally depends on you so yes if you're in a relationship or you are going planning to go into a relationship or you're trying to make your relationship work please i'm going to give you these few steps to make that happen number one stretching your personal relationship with god before god can be the center of your relationship you have to have a personal relationship with him you might say it is overrated you might say i beg you know they happen like that you might say things like that but until you have a personal relationship with him he cannot just bump into your relationship just like that he's not a busybody he's not is is he's someone that minds his business he only comes in the picture when you bring him in it, it the same thing goes with protection when you don't protect yourself with something don't expect expect to be protected you are totally open to whatever vices that come your way at that particular time so the same thing goes with god if you don't have a relationship with him you cannot ask him to do anything for you that's why most times in church services you hear them insisting that you give your life to christ or you rededicate your life to christ because it is very important or because the relationship with god your own personal relationship with god is very very important is your pastor can decide to pray for you from now to now if your relationship with god is not strong enough that prayer might not be able to sustain you except if god just want to have mercy on you as okay let me just run aside to see if you would understand the importance in your life right so yes have it have or strengthen your personal relationship with him number 2 love god first before your partner i used to say this thing though and people would tell me it's not possible why would you say your partner should love god more than he or she loves you i'm a jealous lover to start with so me not telling you that i want him to love god more than he loves me you should know that there is something that i have seen for me to come to that conclusion 
Now, if your lover loves God more than he loves you, he would only、um, take care of you with the understanding of what God has said. A man who loves God can never, ever go wrong. Ladies, please, are you listening? Do you understand? A person, a person who loves God or a man who loves God. Now, loving God covers two things having the fear of God, number one, and number two, being able to yield. If you, have, if you say you have a fear of God and you can't yield, you don't love Him. Or if you yield and you don't, have, you don't fear Him, you're just doing it based on the fact that they said, just obey the Lord. My dear, you are in for it. See, you should be the first in your life because He created you and for Himself. He created you for you to worship Him. He created you for you to fill the earth, to dominate. Do you understand? Do you get it, guys? So it is very important that you have a love for Him. It is the love that you have for Him that transcends down to your spouse. It's a father daughter or father son relationship. Right? So the kind of things that. And another sweet thing about loving God is if your spouse loves God so much, and probably you guys are having issues, it's very easy for you to go back to your closet and say, Father, your son has done this. And then he indirectly speaks to your son, and the son gets it. He might not even tell the son, Oh, she reported me. Do you understand? You can just be like, What have you done? I've seen scenarios like that where you, he, he, he actually resolves issues. Without having, without, how would I put it? There's, it's, it resolves issues without really appearing. And you hear men say things like, He told me that I should go back and meet my wife, that I should go back and meet my spouse. So things like that happen. That's, that's the beauty of loving God. I think I talked about the fear of the Lord and I was talking about loving God. So, yes, our number three is having the fear of, the, of God. Our guest study this morning will be Joseph. Joseph feared the Lord. Yes, Joseph feared the Lord. Now, it is possible in this time and age, in this our current generation, for somebody to have the kind of、um, temptation that Joseph had and fall for it. It is very, very possible. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to say a beg, a m o l a i s h o or anything. It is very, very possible. How about guys now? You hear some guys tell you, like, ah, see free, like, free meal like this, and you see me can go, for what, sir? Things like that. So, it is very possible that such kind of temptation would happen right now, and so many guys will fall for it. A lot of guys. And they'll tell you, maybe just for one time. Or they'll tell you it is part of networking. You have to keep, keep the relationship you have with your boss. And etc., etc., etc. But if you have the fear of the Lord, the first thing that comes to your mind will be what will God do, not what will man do. Sometimes we fall for several temptations because we feel they are things, or because we feel or believe that we are under grace. But I hope you know that grace has limits. I hope you know. Now, the grace does not cover you, right? From sinning. It doesn't. 
you can fall short of the glory as much as you can actually lose the grace. Because do not take the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Restore unto me the joy. So it is possible for you to lose those things that you hold dearly. So grace will not stand from you. Have the fear of God. Being able to say no. Being able to say no. And yes. And not shaking when you do that. Sorry. Uh, number four, I'll pray for each other. This one. Pray for each other and pray with each other. Okay. I think I'm going to measure my... Okay. Pray for each other. Um, A man you pray for constantly. It's, it's, it has the ability to build up emotions in you. Now, when you pray for a person, you are indirectly, like you're indirectly saying that this person stays or this person is important to me. That's why I'm praying for him. He said, if you don't, if you, whatever you hold dearly to your heart, whatever you hold dearly to your heart, eh, can automatically or automatically Wind up so much care without you knowing well because that thing is, is close to your heart. So you you unknowingly treat it like an egg. So when you pray for each other, you become spiritually attached to that person. You become you become a blessing. Like you you keep on contributing into the person's physical realm. That's the truth. Now, you pray for the person in the spirit, but he received the benefits in his physical realm. So, for example, he or she is going out and you're saying, Father, he's going out, he's blessed. And then he receives blessings or common blessings and you come on and be like, yes, I, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard things like, ah, Yahweh said that. Your people say that. I will interpret. Now, it means this bride has a, a fertile leg. Fertile. It says that she came in and things begin to happen. Why? Because you pray for each other. And when they ask you, what is your secret? You can boldly say, I pray for my husband. Right? You can easily say that. I said number five is pray together. Pray together. A family that prays together stays together. Pray together. Now, I have discovered that whoever you pray with, like whoever you pray with, you build a connection, a strange bond with that person. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. You create a bond with that person. To the point whereby whatever happens, it becomes like a corporate community. It's a way two or three are gathered and I'm there in their midst. So when you pray together, you together bring down strongholds and you t- together solve issues that might be and repelling to you. So praying together is doesn't really mean you trying to fulfill or trying to say I love my husband. You are agreeing together on a thing. Can two can two persons come together and say they agree? You are agreeing together on a thing. And when you agree together on a thing, he is there. He is there to bring answers to whatever you have in mind or whatever you are laying. Now Make prayer your habit. It only makes you healthier and makes your relationship stronger. Like I said, create a bond and makes your relationship stronger. 
study God's word together. Yes, study God's word together. Make our time to actually study the scripture together. You can just pick out the scriptures and say, see, babe, I want you to study the scripture. And I, I want us to talk about it over lunch or over brunch or, or probably over a cup of coffee or probably over snack. That could be your family time. And then you are building your spiritual life and you are building his own life. Now, once you are going down, you are, he's going, he has the ability to help you. Why? Because you guys have already created that atmosphere with yourself. Mind you, if your spouse is not as spiritually inclined as you are, get ready. Get ready for the fall. So is either one is higher than the other or you guys are on the same level. Now, if one is higher than the other, try as much as possible to hold his hand tightly and raise him up. It's usually beautiful when the man is spiritually, is more spiritually inclined than the woman. Why? Because the, the woman has the ability to doubt or the ability to go weary easier than a man. So if that happens, it is easy to actually influence your woman. But that a woman influence a man, it, can, it takes the grace of God. <laughs> it's the truth. You guys can agree with me. It takes the grace of God. So it is very, very important that you marry somebody who is, or that you're in a relationship with somebody who has the same spiritual ideology as you are. When I say spiritual, I mean Christ-like kind of spirituality christ-like kind of spirituality please ensure that he's a believer be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers it is very it is there in the scripture and it's very important that we obey and listen to it now when you have this relationship for you to be sure that god is at the center of it all ask him to help you change your bad attitudes even if God is at the center of your relationship and your character, you are of a questionable character, or you have a trait that you know it shouldn't be, you know has the ability to ruin probably pride, probably the words of your mouth, you can ask God to change your bad attitudes. And once that happens, it also helps your relationship. It helps maintain a healthy relationship and trust me you'll be glad you did you'll be very glad that you did help each other to grow in your relationship with god it's that important and then know that your partner is fearfully and wonderfully made by god all right so i hope this helps you and helps me too because it will help me and it's going to, i believe it's going to help you out there I know there's somebody who is struggling with his or her relationship. Please ensure that you do. You take all of these steps seriously. Pray for him. Pray together. Build up your, your, your relationship with God zealously. Ensure that you guys do things together. Things that are spiritually related. Now, if you guys spend so much of your time. Yes, beautiful. Please spend an hour together. And that one hour, whatever you talk about has to do with uh, sexuality and all that. Try to find a way to pitch in. You can do that. To pitch in things that are scripturally, scripturally inclined. Probably uh, when you see that the conversation is going sex, sexually related, you can actually bring up something like uh, 
probably say, and uh, I wonder why Paul is not married. Paul did not marry because of this kind of distractions. You can do this in a joking way, and then he will get the message. You can do it in ways that we also bring God into the picture, and you guys can joke over it. Now, with time, when you keep doing these things, with time, you will get used to having God-like relationship. But if it doesn't change, please, please, it's very important that you care about that relationship and be sure that that is what God wants at that particular time. And if it's what God wants, tell him to heal you guys. I am not saying you guys should not talk about sexually related things. But let it not be a priority. Let it not be a norm. Let it not be the, the, the only thing you do. A, a relationship that is built on sex or that is built on sexually related things can never try. It will not stand the test of time. Mark my word. Say it anyway. It will not stand the test of time. All right, yes, guys, that's it on the show this morning. It's true. All right, yes, of course, I'm going to marry you soon, soon, and I believe that you're going to work on all of these things and ensure that your relationship builds up or grows and stands the test of time. All right, yes, of course, guys, that's it on the show this morning. Uh, yes, remember to follow us on Instagram at loveinspired underscore Pramira or send us a mail at loveinspired28 at gmail.com.com and or just send us a DM at 0211231316 and we'll be delighted to hear good news from all of you. All right, until next time, remember that Pramira loves you from the depth of our heart. Do have an amazing Wednesday.